It's time for another episode of The Cheat Sheet. The Cheat Sheet. The podcast where we interview top VCE performers and deconstruct the strategies they use to achieve incredible results at school and in life. Hello and welcome to a bit of a different episode of The Cheat Sheet with you today. We've had 10 awesome interviews over the last 10 episodes, chatted some really interesting guests and have given us some great insight about life in year 12 and beyond once you go into tertiary education or a gap year, whatever you decide to do. But it's you and with you today, joined here by Monique. Hi there. And we're going to have a just nice, relaxed kind of chat with you guys, the audience listening in, about student leadership. Uh, now, Monique, we've both had some student leadership experience uh, through our time in high school. How about you give us a bit of an overview of what you did? So, Ewan and I were school captains in different years. Ewan in 2015? No, 2014. Even That's better. right. And... Um, me in gee i can't even remember my year of graduation that's pretty bad um and it's only 2016 <laughs> um and me in 2015 and we had some uh d- two very different experiences i guess um of student leadership throughout our years of high school and in year 12 so as you and kind of mentioned that's what we want to delve into today and share uh, some tips some advice um a couple of anecdotes maybe of um our experience as school captains and um in other roles throughout school mm, indeed yeah and you know the you, you we're gonna go into a little bit now I, I guess we may as well just jump straight into it some of the the benefits yeah, of of student leadership um you know we both held like a number of roles throughout our time not not just in the kind of latter latter half of school but throughout the sort of early years of year seven eight and nine as well um and i certainly feel like i i gained a lot from doing student leadership uh but uh what what do you think was like the biggest sort of takeaway from you in terms of leadership? What was a, the biggest benefit you found it had for you? It's such a big question. I think throughout all my years in leadership, like throughout all of high school, I learned a lot about, I learned a lot about myself, but I also learned a lot about leadership and the skills that you need to deal with people and to, um, you know, run meetings and l- like sort of, Mm-hmm. different tasks that we had throughout our leadership um, roles uh-huh. that you sort of really get to develop as you go. And then once you get out of school, um, I guess you can apply them in the real world, in you know, in your jobs, even in part-time work mm-hmm. um, as you're going through school and, and beyond that and um, hopefully in university as well. Yeah, oh, well, kind of like two words that are thrown around a lot. Uh, both throughout high school and then into university and of course the workplace as well is interpersonal communication uh, and we've we've talked about it before it's pretty fancy to me so a couple of fancy words one. basically it just means being able to talk to people um you know we've had sally on the podcast he's talked about the importance of communication especially uh him kind of going out into 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 uni and then into the workforce as well uh he talked about the the need to have good communication skills and that's absolutely something you get right off the bat uh with with student leadership um you're expected to work within team you're expected to work with students your own age but obviously teacher liaisons as well uh and just the communication these skills that you're able to develop in that situation i found was was very important it's not just a matter of talking in front of large groups of of people which obviously you do as well there's a bit of public speaking involved uh generally speaking um but it's also just uh having those you know small group those little meetings you'd have maybe organizing a school event or whatever uh that i think could maybe go underappreciated um but is a really invaluable uh, sorry really valuable skill set to have 
um especially you know when it comes to in uni now like we're doing group assignments being able to sort of communicate with with uh fellow students and organize yourselves is a very very useful skill to have indeed and you notice that in uni as well i mean you've done a lot more group assignments than i have you in um had had your fair share of good and bad group assignments but um I think you you notice very quickly the people who are like willing to step up and take those leadership roles, like the people who have had um, that experience and those people who are sort of um, not as keen. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that way, just to sort of reinforce what you said, um, you can use it beyond, you know, you can use those skills beyond high school, even in small little things yeah, um, like yeah. uni projects and stuff. And there's a lot of kind of, uh, I guess we're talking about teamwork. There's lots of just sort of planning and organization and sort of delegation skills you learn as well, which again yeah, is definitely. just increasingly more important for for my life. And I'm increasingly more grateful to have acquired those skills throughout high school. Um, but, you know, like even sort of, you know, say, say you're tossed into sort of a group situation at uni. Um, I found a lot of the difficulty is just having someone like just talk just to get the ball rolling, like the first idea down on the page. Uh, and, I certainly think being a student leadership, sort of being in student representative council, for instance, uh, being in groups of people and sharing ideas, the more you do that, uh, the more it builds your skill set and the more it builds your confidence as well. Uh, and so when you are kind of put in sort of that group situation, um, you're among the first hand up and offer an idea um, and just kind of naturally take that leadership role. You know, like uh, it obviously um, the role of a good leader though is to be able to sort of delegate and share that responsibility. Mm. Um but in just in terms of giving you that confidence to put forward ideas, get the ball rolling if need be, um, encourage people, um, is all kind of skills. I feel like student leadership really help help me uh me Ghana. Me Ghana. Me Ghana is Ghana not a word? You Ghana something? Cultivate sure. is cultivate better? Are we happy with cultivate? <laughs> I like cultivate. Sounds like a farmer. <laughs> um, but you mentioned delegation, and I just wanted to touch on that because mm. I remember being. You were middle school captain as well, weren't you? I was. We have quite similar leadership roles throughout our time. Um, But yeah, I remember being middle school captain, which is, for those of you who don't know, being kind of the year nine and um, below captain. Um, So not just of your year level, but of of the middle school. When you say below, you mean younger. It wasn't like a hierarchical thing. No. (laughs) Maybe maybe it was just that. I'm joking. Yeah. now you've made me a little totally thought. Thrown Thanks, you. Uh, no delegation. So I noticed a lot in year nine, my my like delegation skills changing from like year nine to then school captain in year twelve. And mm. I think that's such a big thing is um, that you develop in leadership is being able to like entrust other people with tasks and make sure that you share the workload. Because I remember in the early days of high school being very much a person who would just like want to do everything you're a control freak everything yeah i i i'm not yes yes yeah i am (laughs) it's it's safe to say that i am and i've been called that before but um i said yeah being able to um oh well some (laughs) some things never change no um but yeah being able to to delegate things to people and um and doing it in a way where like you're all keeping keeping each other accountable in group situations is, is a big skill. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But obviously, uh, student leadership isn't without its challenges as well. It's not all uh, just 
rainbows and lollipops all happy days you are often confronted with with problems and and communication can sometimes be one of those problems you have to deal with uh but obviously in the context of year 12 it becomes an issue of of time management and organization um which uh, we're probably going to go into more depth in in future episodes uh but in the context of student leadership i feel like a lot of people are sort of apprehensive towards engaging with student leadership particularly in year 12 uh just because they're worried about juggling all those commitments um but, you know as two people that did and relatively successfully i i feel manage those commitments what do you think the trick behind doing that is this is such a as you said this is such a common question and people who are wanting to get into leadership especially in year 12 are constantly asking that question mm-hmm. um and i honestly like it comes down to being organized and it comes down um to what works for you as well like for what worked for me was I used to say to people that my plan, my school planner was my best friend. Like I had everything in there and I don't have the best like short term memory when it comes to doing things and like remembering when things are due and stuff like that. So Mm. that was like every single thing that was due or any homework, whatever I needed to do, it was in there and I had it written down and then just being able to um, allocate some time at the end of each day to do what I needed to do, especially Mm -hmm. in year 12, I found, um, and I will talk more about this, as you said, in future episodes, but I found that using um, a period of time at the end of the school day, just to get through any homework that had been set for the day that wasn't like a major um, project or a major like test revision or something like that, just those little homework assignments, getting them done at the end of the school day so that I could go home and I knew that you know, things were done as soon as they were assigned. And Mm. that's such an easy thing to say. It's like, I'm going to do stuff as soon as it's given to me. And then obviously things get in the way. Yeah, you develop Um, a bit of a backlog. Yeah, but trying to get things done as soon as possible. And that also applies to leadership. So Mm -hmm. knowing that you have a speech coming up in like five weeks time, it's really easy to... um, it's really easy to say, oh, you know, I'll worry about that in a few weeks time, mm-hmm. but getting ahead um, and yeah, just allocating some time to, to doing things as early as possible. And like I said, easier said than done and different people have different strategies. I don't know what, what did you Yeah. Think? Well, so I wasn't very good at writing things down. I wasn't very good with my planner or keeping a nice, yeah, neat, see, highlighted timetable or anything like that. Approaches. I'm, I'm much better at that now. Um, I think, you know, part of the problem with me is that I'm a bit of a, like, a tech-savvy person, and obviously schools aren't, schools don't allow you to use your phone. Like, in uni now, I just have all my calendar, all my notes, everything on my phone. It's always there yeah. with me. Um, I do keep a separate book for to-do lists, uh, but that's... That's my influence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but you obviously don't have that option in high school and i wasn't I mean, we, very we good had laptops you could have yeah kind of yeah i think i i think i maybe did eventually um but uh I, yeah i wasn't very good at writing things down what i was good at doing though was kind of just allocating in my head um the time i would take doing certain things so i had a routine when i got home from school and that was generally spent about 
probably no more than half an hour was all it sort of required for me to get through my my school captain duties if you like so it was like emailing the people i needed to email whipping together some sort of speech or notes or occasionally you have to make like graphics for a poster or whatever i do something like that and i'd spend like my half an hour when i got home to do that um because you know it was it was kind of like a fun kind of thing to do like it was some sort of celebratory school event we're organizing or whatever and it's kind of fun to do so it's like a nice way to sort of segue into your more serious studies so i'd spend like half an hour maybe no more um to uh doing all that each each day or thereabouts as required obviously uh and then i would jump into my study um and then i'd have dinner and afterwards i'd play video games but you know i was very kind of strict about my time and i knew that uh, setting those kind of like little mini deadlines for myself, I guess, like having looking at your watch and going, okay, in an hour, I really need to be moving on to that other piece of work. Um, I find makes me more productive in the time that I do have. Um, yeah. Just having it, that kind of switch in your brain that goes, okay, well, I'm going to move on to this next thing at that at such and such a time makes you kind of work a little bit harder up mm-hmm. until that point. And I feel like in leadership, a lot of people worry like you mentioned that it's it was fun and it was a lot of fun to you know send out those emails or organize whatever you had to organize and for me it was the same and obviously our passion is what drew us to um to do leadership in the final year of school Mm. um but I never felt I think a lot of people worry that they're gonna be overloaded with work yeah um comparable to or like having your year 12 work along alongside your leadership and just feeling overloaded and I never felt that no like you mentioned it was it was fun and it was and it was almost like I don't want to stop doing this and I want to you know yeah it was a nice little distraction it was yeah Yeah. it was it was about like definitely about finding the balance but I think that what I tell a lot of people when they get worried about that in applying for leadership positions is that you always have teachers and I know at our school and a Mm -hmm. lot of other schools um they have like excellent support staff when it comes to leadership we even have we even had a teacher that was like had an entire portfolio dedicated to to looking after all the leaders and stuff so we I never felt like I was a fish out of water or like I felt like I was thrown into the deep end yeah um, and to put it in a bit of perspective as well like we both maintained active social lives did part-time work played sports all throughout this as well so well (laughs) You danced, right? You did. You did some yes, dancing. Yes, dancing is a sport. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, you know, you it's just basketball. it just goes to show that you can you can juggle all these kind of commitments. I mean, if I can do it without writing anything down, I reckon anyone can do it. Uh, but just to sort of um, discuss a little bit further about some of the challenges you may face uh, in in student leadership. Um, obviously, not everyone necessarily has the opportunity at first to get into student leadership uh, the application process can sometimes be a bit tricky and if you unfortunately get like knocked back for a position it can sometimes be a little, little bit hard to work up that encouragement to to apply again um what sort of advice would you have for someone that's maybe considering student leadership but has had an unsuccessful experience in the past this is my favorite thing to talk about because my leadership experience was a lot based on applying for just applying for lots of different positions that I was interested in and I did get knocked back um a few times like in year seven I applied for year level captain I'd apply for um tutorial captain I didn't have any I didn't actually have um any positions in year seven in the end Mm -hmm. um but my message to 
everyone um, looking back over my own leadership journey is definitely to keep trying mm-hmm. um, and to, to keep applying because if you really enjoy it and you're, you have a, you have a passion for it and with passion um, very often comes skill and you develop those skills um, there always ends up being um, opportunities for you to, to take on and um, I think it's really important not to to lose sight of that and if you have you know you might not necessarily have your sights set on school captain in year, in year 12 but I certainly had um, leadership goals and aspirations right from the start so it was just about exposing myself to as many different positions as possible mm-hmm. um, getting familiar with um, my cohort and other people who had 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 uh, leadership experiences even teachers who had um, been involved in leadership and things like that was a big part of um, overcoming those little disappointments along the way and getting to um getting to take up some of those awesome leadership opportunities yeah yeah and i think you know people are quick to um uh to get turned away from from leadership having had an unsuccessful application but i i definitely think yeah as you said kind of showing that dedication that effort is uh is very notable and it's a very kind of worthwhile thing to do for sure um and i think would get recognized if you were you know continually offering up your hand um that in itself demonstrates good leadership qualities um, and not only that, also um, like being the best leader that you can be in the positions that you do hold. So if you had your site set on, for example, year level captain and you ended up getting tutorial captain or something like that, that might seem like a smaller role. But as long as you step up to the plate and try and um, try and be or fulfill the role as best as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. People see that your cohort and te- leading teachers notice that. And that's definitely something that helps you further down the track in applying for leadership positions. Yeah. And so just to wrap up, I guess my advice is um, look for the leadership role that, that suits you. Um, if you, you learn, you learn the same skills from every leadership role, essentially, you know, whether you're captaining a sports team, a, a dance team, you're involved in the orchestra or you're involved in art, in the, in performing arts or anything like that. It's all the same sort of leadership skills. I think you learn. Um, so, you know, find where your strengths are and, and go in that sort of direction. Um, and also just, uh, just be yourself. I think people really like, uh, genuine, honest kind of hard work. Uh, so if you're passionate, if you're hardworking and if you are yourself, I feel like you'll, uh, you'll do really well and you'll reap all the benefits the student leadership has to offer. Um, what about yourself? What would you sort of offer as advice to people considering student leadership? My advice is go for it. Enjoy it. Um, never give up. And I know that sounds like such a massive cliche, but don't give up if you have a leadership goal if you're interested and you're passionate opportunities will be thrown your way um and make the most of them while they last there you guys have it there's student leadership for you uh don't forget you can keep up with everything the cheat sheet does by heading over to our website that's the cheatsheet.net.au find us on all the social media find us on soundcloud and itunes and download and listen to all the apps there if you subscribe to it they'll automatically download your phone it's a real neat and handy thing to do and, and be sure to like our facebook page and keep up with everything we do there but for now this is you and Monique out see you later bye like this episode Head to thecheatsheet.net.au for show notes, real-life cheat sheets, and links to our social media pages. Thanks for listening.